In this podcast episode, you will hear an entire press conference, one that was held on February 20th, 2020. One month earlier, in January, the Los Angeles County Democratic Party unanimously adopted a Democratic Party resolution about the Armenian Genocide. That resolution thanked the United States House of Representatives and Senate for both officially recognizing that what happened to Armenians 100 years ago was indeed a genocide. The Trump administration continues to resist calling it a genocide. So this resolution, while thanking Congress, admonished the administration for its failure. The resolution has now been sent to the California Democratic Party, because in March, the state party will consider adopting the resolution. That's why this press conference was held and those who participated saluted the resolution and echoed its sentiments while calling for state party adoption in March. I will note that in the press conference, if you listen, you will hear me read the resolution, though I had an incredibly dry voice for some reason or other, and I had, I had trouble enunciating, but you will hear it nonetheless. Now, the three co-authors of this resolution, Caro Avanesian, Rene Nahum, and myself, Paul Newman, invited its official supporters to this press conference. The impressive list of those sponsors included more than 50 elected officials, political activists, democratic clubs, and Armenian organizations. Many were able to attend the press conference on a Thursday in the middle of the afternoon, though of course some couldn't because of work or other commitments. Congress member Adam Schiff, the major driving force behind congressional action acknowledging the Armenian genocide, was in Germany at the Munich Security Conference at that time. The press conference MCs were the three of us who were resolution co-authors, Carol Avanesian, Rene Nahum, and myself, Paul Newman. Guest speakers there at the press conference included State Senator Anthony Portentino, State Assembly Member Laura Friedman, Los Angeles County Democratic Party Clerk, Thomas Patrick O'Shaughnessy, Glendale City Council Members Rej Agajanian, Paula Devine, and Vartan Karpishian. Glendale Unified School District President Jennifer Freeman and board members Armina Garpishian and Nayiri Nahabedian, Glendale Community College District Trustee Shant Sahakian, Burbank Unified School District President Dr. Armand Agakhanian, LA Unified School District Board Member Scott M. Schmerelson, and community activists Leonard Manukian and Tom Parsakian. A special thanks goes to Arutin Hartunian, the community leader who helped make this press conference possible, and Tomik Alexanian, a member of the board of directors of the wonderful place where this private event was held. Both of them also spoke, but here we will now start off with Carol Avanesian. I just want to say welcome, everybody. Uh, we're going to start our uh, presentation. And uh, with that, I'd like to invite Grace Avanesian, who is the chair of this organization, uh, that we are using to give the opening statements. Thank you. Rest. Good afternoon. My name is Bert Jenny and I'm chairman of Board of Trustee of this organization. Armenian Society of Los Angeles been in existence since 1956, more than 64 years. This is non-profit, non-political organization. But we welcome those who want to use our hall for a gathering. Thank you for coming 
and hopefully we will see you in other events which we organize and we will come and be present in the future in this hall. Thank you. Hello everyone, thank you for being here. Uh, we are the three co-authors of this resolution, Renee Nagel, Carol Athanasian, who's also the president of the Glendale Democratic Club, and myself, Paul Michael Newman. Um, it was suggested that I read the resolution that in some ways a minor part of an amazingly important story, but still it's why we're here, and that it's gathered so much support this resolution has speaks to the urgency of recognizing that a genocide happened. So this is the resolution. Can you all hear me? Yes. Thank you. Yes, yes. Congress recognizes Armenian genocide. Trump will not. This is paying the universe of the Whereas between 1915 and 1923, the Armenian genocide took place, and incalculable horror, terror, and death were perpetrated including the systematic mass extermination and expulsion of ethnic Armenians within the Ottoman Empire. An estimated one and a half million Armenians were killed, and ever since families of victims and survivors have suffered further torment because of Armenian genocide deniers whose indifference, political expediency, moral relativism, and hostility have deterred, have deterred healing and enable more crimes against humanity. It was only after closely studying the Armenian genocide that Hitler and the Nazis embarked upon a Holocaust of their own, making emboldened by the world's refusal to recognize the Armenian genocide at its monstrous scale. And, sorry, whereas the curse will always be urgent, that we never forget genocide and its victims. There has been a century of extraordinary effort by the Armenian community and its organizations and leaders, countless humanitarian groups and clergy, educators and historians, and the Democratic Party and myriad political activists, all leading a crucial campaign to have those grim events of 1915 to 23 be known by their true name, the Armenian Genocide. But there has also been opposition and denial, often based on a claim of political expediency and not wanting to offend Turkey by accurately describing and, to and totaling the evils of that time. And whereas there has finally been extraordinary progress in recent months, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a resolution in October 2019 designating those mass killings of Armenians to have been a genocide. And two months later, the U.S. Senate further affirmed that fact through its unanimous consent. But the Trump administration remains a feckless holdout, scared to use the word genocide, even though the implicit rationale that it's in our national interest to placate Turkey has proved utterly hollow, given Turkey's heedless transgressions in Syria against our allies, Kurds, the Kurds. Therefore, be it resolved, the Los Angeles County Democratic Party thanks the U.S. Senate and House of Representatives for officially designating that what transpired within the Ottoman Empire hundred years ago is properly to be known as a genocide. And furthermore, urges the Trump administration to cease being fearful, but instead be truthful, 
by formally designating that cataclysmically de deadly tragedy for what it was, the Armenian Genocide. Be a further result of the Los Angeles County Demo De Democratic Party send copies of this resolution to California's Democratic Congressional Delegation and to the White House. Um, before we introduce our first speaker, I know Caro has a few words about kind of the history of what happened. I just want to talk how we got here and why we wrote this re uh, resolution. There are so many Armenian organizations that are working behind the scene. I just like to re recognize in Washington and all over the country. That's Armenian uh, Assembly of America. There are there is uh, Armenian National Committee of America. There is uh, uh, Armenian uh, Central Association. Uh, organization. Uh, there are so many other organizations that are working behind the scenes, plus our uh, uh, congressman Adam Schiff that he has worked uh, tirelessly for years. Each time, uh, every year, he has introduced uh, a resolution uh, to the Congress and he passed it. This year we are very close. Uh, this resolution was passed in the House uh, by uh, efforts of uh, our congressman Adam Schiff and also uh, Senator Menendez in, in the Senate and his colleagues. And now we have this resolution passed in two houses and it's sitting in, uh, uh, on a, a, a president's desk. So this resolution was written to maybe we be able to give an extra push on that and have it signed by also the president. So uh, we will have a complete resolution that it was signed both for the, of the Houses of Congress and the President. With that, I thank you very much for all of you coming and the other speakers. Thank you very much. I just want to uh, start introducing some of our distinguished guests. Um, Senator Portentino, do you want to say a few words? First, I think we owe uh, a deep appreciation to Renee, Paul, and Carl for bringing this forward to the Democratic Party. It's sort of counterintuitive. We're talking about the genocide, and um, we clapped, but this is a monumental historic moment that Washington took um, and that the local county Democratic Party is undertaking to influence the state Democratic Party, and that's a very laudable goal. I also don't want to forget the Arcadia Young Democrats, the Arcadia High School Democrats, are also a sponsor of the resolution. And those young people with Kathy Patterson's leadership show tremendous uh, uh, kindred spirit to uh, the Democratic Party and work very hard. I'm proud to represent Glendale. I'm proud to represent a vibrant community and also to share on the local level, obviously, the state of California for well over a decade, uh, every April. Uh, appropriately commemorates the genocide. Uh, the state of California recognizes Artsakh's independence and uh, joins in solidarity with this effort today. The state of California and the state senate, we have an official state senate select committee uh, to foster rela better relationships between California, Armenia, and Artsakh, and I think that's important as we look at the commemorations of the pogroms that uh, have recently taken, or the commemorations that have recently taken place, it's important that we not, we not 
forget the struggle in uh, Artsakh for its independence. And uh, the resolution, I think, appropriately singles out the Trump administration for its uh, shameful stubbornness. Um, and I think that's why it's even more important that we're here today to lead on this uh, important uh, resolution, because it seems like every month uh, Trump gets closer to Erdogan and Trump's interests uh, embrace Turkey where, you know, journalists get killed, freedom gets oppressed, and genocide gets denied. And we cannot condemn that, we cannot uh, accept that, and for California and the Los Angeles County Democratic Party to show leadership to step up and send a strong, artful, and direct message to the White House is very important. So I'm here to say thank you for all of your efforts, and thank you to the community for coming together to put forth the support of this Democratic Party resolution that uh, hopefully will get through the state party and then send a message to, to Washington. So thank you for letting me come share a few words, and I uh, will turn it over to the next speaker. Thank you. Thank you, Senator. Um, I actually do want to echo what you said. Is there's a, a pile of sheets out there that list all the sponsors we've had so far, all the co-sponsors. Um, but I want to say how delighted I was that high school students in Arcadia were uh, happy to join us. Um, Salvadoran organization. Uh, there are all sorts of people who are moved by what happened and don't want to forget it and don't want to ignore it and don't want to look the other way. Uh, they don't want to look the other way when there's something tragic that's happening today, but they also don't want to look away when something tragic happened that is in some sense in the past, but that has left lingering wounds. We want to expose those things to the truth and benefit from that process. And it, it was really exciting to just go to Democratic clubs and other folks and to ask them if they were interested in supporting this and to hear universally that the response was absolutely yes, this is something important to them. I want to think of one person who's not here today. She's, uh, it's Juliet Manassian, who actually is having some significant health matters. She's in the hospital. She's doing, I think, better than she was maybe a few days ago. But yesterday, she took it upon herself to call the media from her hospital room, from her bed, to call the media just to say how important she thought this was. And I think the passion that people have is really something that we should not let be ignored, even while we debate policies and read resolutions. Um, it's something that's, that's essential. And so I just wanted to thank Juliet, but also everyone who, uh, who's chosen to speak out on this issue any time, but certainly in the process of moving this resolution forward. I'm next honored to introduce our assembly member, Laura Friedman. Hi, everyone. I want to echo Senator Portantino in thanking the activists that brought this resolution forward to Caro and Paul and Renee and Juliet and to everyone who's worked on this resolution. And many of you who are here know that the fight for genocide recognition goes back shamefully long in America and in many places around the world. And there are so many people who have dedicated a lot of their time and their life and their energy to having the U.S. formally recognize the first genocide of the 20th century for all of the reasons that were stated and the incredible importance 
of having that recognition, not just to help to heal the wounds that are still open for so many people, but also to let oppressors know that criminal action activities on such a massive scale are not going to be ignored by the world, and that history will not remember well those who commit atrocities, and that history will make sure that the books are written to fully condemn atro atrocious activities like genocide, like war crimes. But what is so interesting to me about this resolution today is that even though this is a Democratic Party resolution that we're talking about, the recognition efforts in Washington and across the U.S. were bipartisan. The vote that was taken was a bipartisan vote with members of both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party coming together, even in this fractured time that we have, to make a strong stance and say that the U.S. is finally ready to formally recognize the genocide. And I think so many of us had hoped that this was going to be in the United States put to rest. We were shocked when the Trump administration decided to go against their own Congress from both houses and to take what I believe is a very cowardly step for political expediency, but certainly not for morality, and to not allow that recognition to take place. Now here in California, we have a long history of standing for human rights and against human rights violations for standing up for the truth. And we in California will not stand by a federal administration that refuses to recognize the truth and refuses to stand up for justice. I'm happy that the Democratic Party is authoring this resolution. I would ask the Republican Party to do the same thing and to stand up now and to say we want the federal administration to finally take this action. Thanks again to all of you who brought this forward and made it possible, and we will keep fighting. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Uh, we are joined by a number of our Glendale City Council members, so I'd like to invite them all up here, if I can. Um, to speak briefly, that's okay. Thank you. I guess uh, introduce yourselves each as you speak. Well, hello everyone. It's great to meet all of you. Thank you for being here. I want to thank Senator Bertino, my good friend, Senator Laura Friedman, Clara, and everyone else who's, who's, who's been involved in preparing this resolution and demanding justice for the Armenian community, for, for my ancestors, for my grandparents as a descendant of the Armenian Genocide. I'm deeply touched and I want to appreciate everything you guys have done. Uh, you know, the, the, this, this history continues and uh, we are, this is one, one thing that all Armenians share, this is the common cause of every Armenian all over the world. And you cannot find an Armenian Anywhere in the world that's not affected by a genocide. And I think it's just a fair thing to do, the right thing to do, to be recognized, not only in, in the United States, but all over the world. We had a uh, visit to a country, to a couple of countries, a couple of years ago, I don't want to name them. And they were, uh, we were discussing some of the issues that they have in the United States, and it was a human rights issue. And I asked them, have you recognized the Armenian genocide? And you could hear me now they have. So 
there, but we have a lot of work to do, and this first one here, and thank you again for being here. And I, we, justice will create, we will get to where we have to be. Thank you, Paul Devine, Gwendolyn City Council. Um, I'm here to say that you don't have to be Armenian to understand the, the importance of this resolution. You just have to be a human being. I thank Carl and Renee and Paul for bringing this forward. I am very proud to represent the diaspora here in Glendale. This is a vital community, it's a strong community, and the Armenian community is a very, very important part of this Glendale community. Um, I, I wish, uh, I wanted to say that um, the Congress found it was time. The Senate found it was time. It is now time for our president to find that it is time to recognize this genocide. Because if we are going to prevent this from happening again, we must, we must recognize officially the ones that have happened in the past. So thank you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you. As I said before, my name is Roger Jane, and I'm London City Council member 405. Members of House of Representatives voted for to pass the Armenian Genocide and Senate or Parliament passed the resolution and in 1981, President Reagan uh, issued the executive order and accepted Armenian Genocide and I can't understand why President Trump doesn't follow the footsteps of another Republican president. So I think it should be very easy for him to do it, and hopefully he will do it uh, very soon. And we will recognize our Indian genocide. Hopefully. Thank you. Since this is a Democratic Party process, though we're delighted that whenever anyone joins in or is already involved in this effort, um, but this is a resolution that's been going through the democratic process, the democratic party process, starting with the Los Angeles uh, uh, County Democratic Party. And now, yesterday, the resolution was sent to the state party for consideration there. But it was approved unanimously by the Los Angeles County Democratic Party. And I would like to introduce the representative we have here today, which is Tom. Who is the controller of the Los Angeles County Democratic Party? Good afternoon. I'm proud to be here to express in solidarity with concerns of the LA County Democratic Party and my state. I'm sure we will reaffirm this as well from the state party that we recognize this transgression and this order. On the, on, on the world and on our Armenian brothers and sisters. I will give you one historical note. When Hitler and Heydrich and Goering were, dis, were discussing the final solution in Germany, one of the arguments that Hitler used, and he put this down in writing, we might as well do this because no one's going to remember, look how the enemy of the Armenian genocide. So in all cases, 
we must never forget. And again, the solidarity that we get the United States government to officially recognize the horror and transgression of the Armenian genocide. Thank you. Coincidentally, um, I showed this to Tom and a number of others. I brought this book, Out of Turk in the Nazi Imagination, a book I've had for a few years. Um, and it's all about the, uh, the extraordinary impact that this had as it was happening, that the, uh, that the genocide had, as it was being enacted on the Nazis who were studying it. Somebody, when I showed this, said, you're not going to read the whole book, are you? I said, no. But, and I've read it before, but I'm not going to read it. But there is uh, one thing from just sort of like, literally the cover here that I, I, one thing I would like to read. As the Nazis struggled through the 1920s, Adam who remained Hitler's star in the darkness. His inspiration for remaking Germany along nationalist, secular, totalitarian, and ethnically exclusive lines. Nor did it escape Hitler's notice how ruthlessly. Turkish governments had dealt with Armenian and Greek minorities whom influential Nazis directly compared with German Jews. The new Turkey, or at least those aspects of it that the Nazis chose to see, became a model for Hitler's plans and dreams in the years leading up to the invasion of Poland. In fact, the book talks about how while it was going on, while it was occurring, while it was transpiring, while the world mostly didn't look, Germany was fascinated. And the newspapers were filled with the term role model, that what was going on in Turkey was a role model. That's the word term they used, a role model for other places and specifically for Germany in the years to come. So, uh, Tom, I'm very grateful that you, you mentioned this because it is certainly not the main reason in the sense why we do this. We do this because people, especially Armenian heritage, carry this as an extraordinary burden. And it's time that that burden be shared and, in a sense, put to rest, put to ease by acknowledging it in a fair-minded and truthful manner. Um, next. Sure. Uh, oh, I, let me just mention also, uh, we have a lot of people who were not able to make it for one reason or other, but who wanted to be here. One of them was Assemblymember Adrian Nazarian, and here with us was, perhaps is still, his field representative, Stephanie McLean. So next, why don't we bring up Arman Agakanian from the Southern California Armenian Democrats. And he's also the president of the Burbank uh, School Board. Thank you. We're going to have to, uh, have to ask the Democrat to come up here, and I'm going to speak as a Long-time Democrat. I've been a member of the LA County Democratic Party now for 21 years, or hand-reaching. Um, I am the founder and honorary chair of the Southern California Army and Democrats. Uh, our organization now has about to hit 700 members. We're the largest now in California and the U.S. With us, we also have Larry Manukian, who's a member of our executive body. But I want to talk to all of you about we know about the resolution and the Senate, but there is also denial lurking right here in California, in the shadows, and openly right next door to us. We have a genocide denier who 
whose show is called The Young Turks, running for Congress against Christie Smith, right next door to us, a house to home to the largest Armenian constituency, that part of the town. And it amazes me that someone who, on record, gave credit to the Turkish government and also is a genocide denier, all of a sudden is running on a democratic ticket. This occurs often. What we're seeing now is the genocide deniers or the Turkish lobby reinventing themselves and going to the state legislators in the name of trade and travel, while the money that's being funded for those travels or trade trips are strictly coming from Turkish government. So I want to remind everyone that even within California, this is an issue that's occurring over and over. Now, you talked about role models earlier. Well, our president's role model is Erdogan. There's no question about it. He likes dictators, and Erdogan is a dictator. I think the solution to this problem, and I love the resolution, and I hope we're going to push this forward, is really to replace it. So I have to remind all the Armenian voters out there, when it comes election time, remember, this is a president that thinks very highly of Erdogan and other similar dictators. So I want to thank the party. I want to thank our friends for doing this. But this fight is not over. It's just begun. So I want to remind everyone, make sure you vote. And I agree with our council member. It's not only an Armenian issue. This is a human rights issue. So thank you very much for allowing me to come and speak. And thank you very much. Actually, if you'll wait there for one minute. Um, one of the reasons we had him come up now is he wears dual hats. He's an educator. And we're going to ask our educators to come up next. But it's also the case that he's... Uh, as are many of us here involved in varied efforts. You mentioned the uh, Southern California um, Armenian. Armenian scab, Armenian Democrats. Some of the other democratic uh, entities that have taken stands on this include Arcadia High School Young Democrats, um, Burbank Democratic Club, California Armenian American Democrats, Kenyatta uh, Presenta Democratic Club, Democrats for Neighborhood Action, Glendale Democratic Club, Southern, we mentioned SCAD, Stonewall Democratic Club, Unified Young Armenians. That's a, a nice list so far, and I think we'll continue to build on it. Um, frankly, even if, and I assume it will happen, I hope it will happen, the state party approves this, we'll continue making sure the clubs know about this, because uh, it's just including because of the election. History doesn't vanish. You know, it's like those calendar pages in movies that fall aside. History is with us in all sorts of ways still. And the examples are there to be studied and learned from. And we should not turn our face away from history any more than we should from what's happening today. Um, so if I could invite our other educators who are here, and if hopefully will choose to speak and introduce themselves too. Thank you. Thank you very much, Scott Schmerlson, board member, LAUSD, for District 3. I want you to know that LAUSD does recognize the Armenian Genocide. April is Armenian Genocide Month. 
The 24th is Armenian Genocide Day, and we have activities and instruction for teachers in order to make them understand the history. And I just want to read one little paragraph, which is so important to me. Every student and person, regardless of ethnicity and national origin, should be made aware and, and educated about the Armenian Genocide so that it and no other sanctioned forms of ethnic cleansing may never happen again. The only thing I'm doing differently is I'm going to push my superintendent to make uh, the 24th for next year a pupil-free day. That will really mean something for everybody. So thank you very much. Good afternoon, Jennifer Freeman from the Glendale Unified School Board. Um, just as a quick display of the commitment of Glendale Unified to recognizing our Armenian students, we have all, four of our five board members here today because we know things. We know that recognition matters. We know that truth matters, and we know that justice matters. In Glendale, we have had a resolution, an Armenian Genocide Resolution, for many, many years now. We have the day, April 24th is Genocide Remembrance Day. We, already, we do that already because we know these things. Um, it's disappointing to see that at the national level, we're so far ahead of them. <laughs> and, that, and so we're glad to have this resolution come forth to really push the nation to catch up with what's happening here in Glendale. Um, so thank you for pushing this resolution. Thank you for forcing the issue at the national level. And hopefully the president does wake up and do the right thing. Thank you. Okay, I'll be very, very brief. My name is Armin Arpanian. I serve on the Board of Education. I'm the Vice President. As uh, Jennifer Freeman mentioned, uh, since 2013, uh, we have had our, uh, our schools, all of our GUSD schools, uh, have the April 24th today off. Mostly because we have a huge population of Armenians here, but that's, that is not the most important thing because we want every single person to go out there and educate themselves to participate in the march and really get the word out. And we can sit here and do resolutions all day long. Resolutions are great, but actions speak louder than words. We need to act upon our resolutions. We need to go out, vote, as Arma mentioned, and really get some actions done. So let's get out and vote and uh, you know, um, put our words into action. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Calvin, Army, and Therapist, and Carl, and the group for uh, organizing this because this is an important step towards uh, you know, uh, human justice and uh, genocide recognition. Up to the top, to you know who. Okay, thank you. So I'll stand right here. Um, so uh, you know what I'm remembering is uh, in a letter Dr. Martin Luther King from Birmingham Jail wrote, "A threat, an injustice rather, an injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere." And so when we have injustices such as these, we must be able to, at a minimum, at a minimum, recognize it. Not to mention to think about and consider how to remedy it. And so on the Board of Education, what we can do is to make sure that our students understand it, recognize it, know the history of this country, know the history of the world, so that they can do better. Earlier this week, I was at Hoover High School 
Mr. Alexander, 96 years old, who survived the Holocaust, was present as a speaker at Hoover High School in the library. And we have this program for a number of years where he came and spoke and told his story of surviving the Holocaust and the camps. And these are the kinds of stories and the kind of curriculum that at Glendale Unified School District we keep emphasizing because we need to remember, we need to honor, we need to recognize in order to move even further than that. So I thank those of you who led this in the LA County Democratic Party and those individuals who for years have given their personal, personal lives to and their professional lives to moving this forward in Congress and the Senate um, so that we can have this recognition now and fight for further recognition for, uh, from this country and the President of the United States. Thank you. Hello, my name is Sean Sahakian, Glendale School Board member, and I'm very honored to be here, both of my colleagues on the Glendale School Board uh, and all the sponsors and the co-authors who supported this uh, resolution. Um, and as, as you've heard mentioned, you know, we, we teach about the Holocaust in our schools, and we teach about it not just for our Jewish students, teachers, and families, but we teach it for all of our students to learn that important part of world history um, that unfortunately has repeated itself. And we also teach about the Civil Rights Movement, and we do that not only for our African-American students, we teach that for all of our students to learn from that, to learn about the discrimination that we have to continue to fight today. And we teach about the Armenian Genocide, and it's not only important for our Armenian students uh, here in Glendale Unified, but it's important for all of our students to learn that history, uh, because we need to continue to fight, we need to continue to give voice to those that are voiceless, uh, and that's why this resolution is important not only for our Democratic Party, it is important not only for our state, it's important for our entire country. Um, and so with that, I want to thank you for supporting what is not a political issue, as much as some politicians love to make it a political issue, it is a human rights issue. Uh, and so I thank all of the co-authors who brought this resolution forward. I thank our party, and I thank all of us for coming together to support this important resolution. Thank you. And we're not quite at the end of this uh, program, and we appreciate those of you well, for being here. Um, I'd like to introduce somebody who made this possible and call him up to speak. Um, and Arutu Artunian, I'm not sure what hat you want to get put on your head symbolically when you're up here. I just want to mention that the first thing I heard about you was how you were instrumental, maybe with others, in helping get the marches happening annually. And I just think that's so important that people don't just read the news or on their on their uh, maybe on their phones or watch the news, but that they do something that physically places them in the in the in the mainstream of activism, whether it's the Women's March or this or other events. So I, I, I'm so grateful that you've done that. You've made that opportunity available to so many people. And also, thank you for helping make this possible. First and foremost, I want to say thank you, Paul, Renee, and Carl, who made this possible. Again, uh, for us, the community is extremely important that similar resolutions are put forward because that shows that this country, the political parties who are making a difference, especially the Democratic Party in the state of California, that uh, we can and we have the support of uh, the party. 
For us, uh, this is not a political issue, be it for unified Iranians or for our community. This is a human rights issue, and we will continue pushing this forward. And we can only do this with your support. So again, thank you, and I'm glad that I'm able to be a small part of this. Thank you. I deserve our gratitude for their engagement on this issue. I won't mention names of people who weren't here particularly, but I do want to ask if, if Sierra Madre Mayor Harbinian is here. I don't think so. Okay. So with that, um, we have all the other people who were sponsors, plus perhaps one person. So I'm going to ask you each to come up here and speak. Introduce yourselves and speak. Uh, anyone else who's a sponsor? There we go. Thank you. And you come up to, please. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My name is Oshi I taught at Linden College for 30 years. I am so different and I'm jealous all of all of you. Very jealous. Because let me tell you, I have never seen my grandfather. He never put me on a bicycle like maybe he did to you. He never bought my ice cream because he was killed in the genocide. I've never seen my grandfather. I don't even know what a grandfather is. So, yeah. And then another thing I want to tell you, there's over, there's over 200 Turkish historians who escaped Turkey, they were in jail because they are writing books now that genocide took place and in Turkish documents, everything is there. Also, the ones who deny genocide, they mean that President Wilson is a liar, he wrote a book, Henry Morgan, ambassador, is a liar. They wrote documents. Washington, D.C. has over 1,000 documents about the genocide. And Mr. Trump and others still deny it. Thank you. Thank you. A um, little different. I, my name is Tom Parsekian. I am a candidate for judge, Los Angeles County Superior Court. Uh, that meant a lot to me as well. Why? Because this particular resolution, and I am a co-sponsor, affects me personally because I'm standing here today. My grandparents came from Erzurum and Dikranagant, two very hard-hit cities in the genocide. My entire family through my grandparents were wiped out. The only surviving members made it out of there and eventually found their way to the United States and gave birth to our family starting in 1921 with my father. So it's amazing that I'm actually even standing here today and the idea that one does not recognize the Armenian genocide means they don't recognize my family because they're gone because of it. So it's very personal to me and I am thrilled that it just so happens I'm running in seat number 150 because the US Senate resolution was number 150. And I find that to be kismet for me to land in that number. 
So I'm thrilled about that. I'm thrilled to be running for judge, but I'm also thrilled that I'm supported by the Southern, Southern California Armenian Democrats, the LA County Armenian American Democrats, and I think the general diaspora at large. Because the more we get together and speak, the more I know their heart is behind me. I am the only Armenian heritage uh, judicial candidate running, of course, in this election. But it is so important to recognize that this genocide happened. As many have said here today, judges are nonpartisan, they're apolitical. Uh, I have tremendous support, though. Um, one of my first endorsers was Adam Schiff, who sponsored House Resolution 296, which, by the way, passed by 405 to 11. And so we all know that U.S. Senate Resolution 150 actually passed with no objection. It was unanimous consent. And that's something to remember. So really what I want everybody to know is let's not despair that the executive branch has not yet recognized this atrocity. They will in time. But let's recognize that the full legislative branch of this country, both houses, it's a co-equal and separate branch, have come together and in tremendous support have recognized the Armenian genocide. So we will keep working on it. We will get the executive branch to close ranks behind this legislative branch's recognition, and then we will all be better off for it. So thank you for your time. Thank you, Cara, Paul, Renee, for drafting and urging and passing this resolution and having the California State Democratic Party pass this resolution, because I know it will happen, and let's continue the fight onward until all people recognize that this atrocity happened and give us our due moment in history. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. My name is Leonard Mnuchin. Um, as a member of the California Democratic Party Central Committee, um, the political director of Southern California Armenian Democrats, and a long-time Armenian National Committee activist, I want to thank the authors of this resolution, and it was my uh, of pride to uh, sponsor it. As far as the practical effect of this resolution, uh, to be clear, once it becomes enshrined by the California Democratic Party, it will have the effect of basically making sure that uh, genocide de deniers of all uh, ilk are no longer supported by the, de uh, the party's establishment. That is the, the significance of this. And once we do that, uh, and despite the fact that truth and justice don't have party affiliations, we will make sure that the California Democratic Party will always be on the right side of this issue, and it will never uh, diverge from that. And that is the significance of this. So yes, words do matter, and uh, words do lead to specific actions. And I want to thank uh, the three, three authors of this uh, resolution to make, it, uh, to make sure that that happens. Thank you very much. Truth and justice shouldn't have a party affiliation. Increasingly, we seem to be at risk that it does have a, a party affiliation, and the party affiliation is the Democratic Party. Um, but we certainly want people who are not Democrats to champion truth and justice, and that specifically includes this cause. Um, I, it, 
to hear the stories that were told just now uh, is a reminder that uh, people don't forget, even if sometimes a society chooses to try to delete its history from the or the, truth, the truth of it, at least from the from what we understand, uh, people carry the burden, but they do it bravely, uh, and they do it steadfastly, and it's really uh, an act of courage that this whole community has stood up and fiercely, I think, to say that we should not forget, and consequently, I think the Democratic Party will, on the state level, approve what the county party has already adopted because there is that, that element of solidarity, not just politically, but as, as a, a matter of fidelity and of humanity. So I want to thank everyone who's here, who was here, who is here, who wasn't able to make it here, but who signed on to this, and those who didn't know of the resolution, but would certainly support it. Um, I thank you all for that. Thank you so much.